And this is the Fatboy Show. Beautiful Thursday morning. It is the 21st of January 2021. I hope you're doing great. I hope you're having a lovely week so far. And in case you're tired of this week, don't worry. The week is about to end. So within no time, the weekend will be knocking on your door and you can start planning what you're going to do to have some fun. <laughs> well, speaking of fun, perhaps the young ones have been having way too much fun over the last several months, almost a year after schools were closed following fears that the coronavirus would spread rapidly there. So they closed the schools as one of the policies they instituted to curb the spread. And so kids have been home having too much fun. Their parents have grown tired of them. Some even hate them now. (laughs) But uh, in case you're that kind of parent, good news, the Ministry of Education has recommended the reopening of all the remaining classes as students in candidate classes have reported to their respective schools uh, for the final term. Uh, they did this on Monday. You're listening to the Fat Boy Show. I'm Fat Boy here with Olive. Olive, how are you? I am great. So this must be good news for you, uh, who has children who have been at home, and uh, the Ministry of Education is recommending that the, all the classes should be allowed to resume. What it's do you a, think about it's that? It's a relief. My last one was robbed of a year. She was supposed to start school last year. So, yeah, I'm excited. It's about time. It's almost like repeating a class, isn't it? Yeah. Because uh, when you're planning your life trajectory, you assume that by a certain year you will be done. Exactly. And then you will enroll in a different place and all that stuff. So now that a year has been erased, mm-hmm. essentially, it's now a year you have to... So the year, the year that you spend at home would have been a year you were in the next class. Yes, you would have gone to the next level. I don't know how schools are going to do it because most parents are not really excited about having their children repeat classes. So Me inclusive. <laughs> okay, so what's the plan now? Since kids haven't been going to school since March, uh, does this are they forcing the students to uh, repeat? Or in some cases where, for example, there was homeschooling facilities available, online schooling, are these schools allowing the children... Uh, to be promoted to the next class, assuming they passed all the necessary exams during all this homeschooling stuff. Uh, the schools that had uh, homeschooling uh, classes like Zoom and others actually promoted their students and pupils. Now, there are other schools that did not put in place such. I don't know what they plan to do because parents are not going to have their kids repeat classes. Well, do you have a choice? You sound like you have a choice. Do you? Uh, the thing is that my kids are actually younger. One would have been in P1 this year and another in middle class. I think the one in P1 can actually just join P1. The one in middle class, unfortunately, will have to do baby's class. The one she would have done last year. Ouch. <laughs> Bam. Sorry. But anyway, um, at least it's a step in the right direction. Yes. Perhaps the ministry is coming to terms with the fact that, look, life has to go on. And let me ask you this. You know, if they're recommending the reopening of schools, Mm. even as cases are surging, because remember, schools were closed when at the time we had zero confirmed cases. They were regarded as concentration centers. (laughs) Okay. Well, now the schools have still remained concentration centers. That hasn't changed. But what has been, uh, what has changed and have been, has been reaffirmed over the months is that children are not at great risk like adults and well we've known this for months 
We've known this information has been for months. And you see, this is why, and I get criticized all the time. They call me so stubborn, so they call me a conspiracy theorist, only because I keep challenging these narratives. It's just when people are paralyzed with fear, they just go with anything they're told. Months and months ago, I was making it known to my followers and anyone that would listen that children are low-risk uh, kids. It's okay to re- return to schools. And everyone's like, no, you just don't care about human life. Well, seeing as there are not even more cases of COVID and schools still remain high concentration areas, it seems to me all that concern about life has been tossed out the window. It's not tossed out the window, but... You uh, you finally caught up to reality but here's that you thing. can't just... This virus will not go away and okay, life must go yes, on. and we had to uh, spend some time getting used to that idea before we welcomed oh, kids to so come to I, So the rest of us sensible ones had to wait for the rest of us, the rest of you, to get with the program, to get with the facts... And then come to reality. But here is the thing, James, you're failing to recognize. What when am I failing to recognize? When it comes to people's children, you can't make sense right away. Oh. At the time, parents were you actually see? scared that their kids would risk death do you see? while at school. This is now, if you were the guy in charge, what would you do? Force people to keep uh, their children in school? No, do take what? Take them home. Do, um, do this. Don't close the schools. Parents who you see, but, and, and I told but, you this. I told you this yesterday. World over, we're Listen, closing. And bad idea. I bad would agree. Idea, but at I would the time agree we with didn't Trump. Know better. We knew. We you didn't. Did. We knew. We did not we, know better. You see, this is the and please just think back at all the conversations we've had. I've made this point repeatedly. First of all, there was massive censorship of any doctors or scientists that offered a contrary view. They were not even allowed a platform to express that view. If they put out a video on Facebook saying, oh, by the way, kids are safe, guess what? Facebook could delete that video because, oh, it's not World Health Organization approved or goes against those uh, guidelines or whatever. You know, anytime you put up a post, shared an article, it would be labeled, fact-checked, false, or all that kind of stuff because there was a specific narrative that the i guess the powers that be that control things in the world wanted to force upon everybody and yet us who took the time to look into the matter understood uh what uh, the case fatality rate for this disease was what the most high risk groups were and what the most low risk groups were and and for the longest time we advocated for uh a relaxing of these restrictions that we mostly felt were unnecessary and probably being implemented for reasons having nothing to do with the disease but perhaps as a convenient ruse for a government any government around the world really to be able to exert control over their population so you know if you want to sit here and say we didn't know we didn't know no, i'm telling you James, now we knew we, but you just didn't want to know but i will still go back to my prior argument you could not make sense to parents by telling them keep your kids in school this thing is under control no but but the fact is shouldn't parents have been given the option you see this and this how is many why parents actually how many parents do you think were willing to leave their children. Trust I'll give me. you an example. Trust I'll me. give you an example. Something very simple. We had elections last Thursday, right? Uh-huh. And children in boarding school were supposed to report to school on uh-huh. Saturday, Sunday, and even Friday. Uh-huh. Do you know that most parents didn't take their children to school? Why? Because they were still not sure you that see, it was safe enough for the kids to go back to it, school. This is this is what they Something call... Something that simple. This is what they call mass hysteria. And you know why I call it that? Is because all these actions that are being taken make no sense. 
Ethiopia, a part of why the, the federal government is at war with Tigray, is because the Tigray region uh, proceeded with their own regional elections, even as the country had decided to postpone elections because of COVID. All right. So that's an example of a country that decided because of COVID, let us suspend elections. All right. Now, in our country, we decided to proceed with elections even when COVID cases were at record high numbers in this country. So, t- all this you're telling and me you about know, and people. You know wait, how wait, wait. The campaigns went all regarding the, that. All this you're telling me about people scared, people do what? Well, you weren't that scared enough to not go to vote. So, don't tell me about fear. I think it was just people didn't want to know the truth. If it's safe to vote, it's safe to study. No, here, I will reason as a parent and I don't mind not making sense. It made sense then now just to pull our children <laughs> out of school. Yes. Listen, and I'm what sure you're telling many parents me is that are listening right now agree with me because at the time we didn't know we, better. We knew. We did not. We knew. We did not. <laughs> you could say yes, we knew. Ideas so in other words, were being floated around. In other words, you I, believed. No, hear me you out. You believed. Listen. Ideas were being floated around that kids are not really at much risk, but still we're getting reports of some of the children Excuse that me. were being affected. Being, being a parent doesn't give you the right to be irrational. And especially, it's not being irrational. Especially if your irrationality extends to advocating for policies that affects everybody, including the rational. If it's See, under- if you're so If you're so scared, you want to keep your kids locked up, you don't want to leave your house, be my guest, live that life. But don't sit here and advocate and promote and support policies that would force the rest of us who don't agree with that perspective, who are not as scared as you are, to keep our children from going to school. Meanwhile, I didn't see uh, that many parents in in disagreement with that. Of course. Most parents welcomed it. So I don't see why we are even arguing about it. I wonder where the poll was taken. My point is simple. (laughs) Now we know the... You see, and this is why... It's, it's sad being an intellectual because, you know, in the end, you're always proven right. But at the great cost of time and, and other things wasted, because now as we are coming to the realization that life must go on. We shut down schools when we had zero cases. The ministry wants to reopen schools when we have maximum cases. What does that tell you? It tells you that everything we've been doing for the last several months probably was pointless. And it's now going to extend to bars. Pretty soon they're going to say, okay, uh, we recommend opening bars and opening this and that and the other. And it might be easy for you to say, well, we didn't know better. We were scared. Well, at the cost of what? At the cost of tens of thousands of jobs lost, thousands of businesses closed. Who pays the price for that? You who advocated for these policies? This is why democracy is a bit of a joke, is that people who don't know better and use utilize fear as their justification for advocating for the most repressive policies, then want to sit, they want to turn around and say but, uh, eh, that uh, we all need to get involved. Well, why should I get involved if the masses are going to be hysterical and irrational and not make decisions based on the facts? That's my point. So, yeah, you could be right. You could be the one of guy out I'm right. of a hundred that is right. But... <laughs> Parents were right to pull their kids out of school. They were at not the right. The, and, and here's the thing. And this is why, uh, do you know what a libertarian believes? And that is what I am. It is, it is that I believe in individual choice. Like I said, if you 
turn on the news and whoever you are hearing and watching on TV has convinced you to live under your bed, I say to you, go ahead and do that. But if you then say, because a guy I saw on TV said I sh- we should live under our beds, therefore I am advocating for policies that would force everybody to live under their beds, that's not right. And that is you infringing on my rights and my freedoms. You live in fear if you want. Why should the rest of us have to go along with it? That is my point. And it doesn't matter even if 80% want to live in fear. They shouldn't have the right to impose that fear and advocate for policies based on that fear that would affect the other 20%. So the 20% should call the shots for the 80%. You see, that's the whole point of human rights. Human rights exist to protect the rights of minorities. You see, because if everyone was on the same page, you wouldn't need human rights because everyone would be doing what everyone already likes. Human rights exist to protect those who want to do something a little bit differently but could face some recrimination, either from the community, from the public, or whoever else. So, you know, rule by majority, that is called a mob rule. That is not a democracy. It's supposed to be based on principles, whereas the majority have a say. But ultimately, if the majority advocate for something that goes against the basic principles of human rights, well, the response should be, sorry, no, we can't. If we say, for example, the majority have decided that... uh, Wives should be beaten. It doesn't mean that is fine, does it? You mentioned human rights, and uh, I would like to inform you that uh, health is actually a human right. It's not. It is. It's not. It is. So the government was acting, and governments world over were acting in a bid to protect. Well, now we know. Well, now we know that that may not entirely be true. And here is the thing. (laughs) Mistakes can be done by those in power, by those in government, by you. So if governments and the World Health Organization made mistakes here and there, we should not stand here and pretend that we are very perfect, that we never, no No, one errors. So this is, no, but if you were honest, had any bit of integrity, Next time you encounter information where all the facts aren't in, be willing to hear the other side. But how do I be willing to hear all the sides when my children could literally be at risk? Oh my gosh. Yes, I'm still on the point of kids. Before we digress into other things, I am still on the children being at school. What if, okay, so what if... Let us examine everything when we know that the children are safe at home. And that's the reason that was given when we pulled kids out of school. See, there's a problem with that argument. So what happens to parents? Because it seems like you're making the argument that just because you're a parent and you're scared for your children, therefore that justifies everything. No, just... That justifies an just, infringement on my rights and freedoms. Not just me. It okay, doesn't matter which, if 99% are scared. It doesn't mean you then get to violate the rights and freedoms. This is what the president said when he issued the directive for parents to pull children out of school. He said... After being advised by the health ministry, now you can't say that they were wrong and probably you're right. But he said, we need to examine this issue and we have to do it when we know that our children are safe at home. Now, every parent that listened to that followed it. I don't even know why you find this funny. So so now you listen to everything the president tells you. That is so great. Hmm. Tell me one person that didn't listen to the president at the start of the pandemic. I didn't. You did? I didn't. You used to? No, absolutely. At least the first addresses. Nope. So here's my position, is that 
I'm, and I've said this many times, I'm a law-abiding citizen. If there is a law in place, I will abide by it, even if I don't like it. I will protest it and complain about it as I am following it. And so, yeah, I lived up to all of the measures, wore the masks, sanitized, did social distance, all that stuff as I was required to do by, you know, through the government decree. But I still thought it was a bad idea and I continued to advocate for why it was a bad idea. And so here we are. I'm kind of feeling, you see, Oh, it happens all the time, Olive. It's like I always come on the show and I'm like, hey, guess what? This is number 225 that I am once again vindicated. Okay, you're vindicated. <laughs> Can we move on? <laughs> no, I got to rub it in your face. No, you're annoying. <laughs> yeah. You see, that's my job is to annoy so that uh, you're forced to think. No, I'm thinking. And because I have a different opinion from yours, it doesn't mean that I'm wrong and you're right. You see, the difference is my wrong opinion doesn't require me to force you to agree with me, which yours does, because you say as a parent, you're scared. Therefore, no, I'm giving you the odds the parents were faced with and you're not, you don't want to agree with me. Why are you claiming to speak for all parents, I if am. I may ask? Right now, I'm speaking as a parent and a parent that is being listened so, to by some parents. Wait, because... Um, <laughs> and probably you're listening to, you are speaking for the parents that didn't agree with all the measures. Yeah. So we meet somewhere. You see, you see, no, my point is, we all speak for ourselves. And you're, I mean, I agree that there are many parents who shared your concern. All I'm saying is... And if, maybe if, if there are others that shared your concern. Of course. Now, all I'm saying is, let's li- live and let live. If those are your concerns, and you want to act in accordance with those concerns, that in a way that best uh, meets your needs, such as by keeping your kids away from school. But yeah, keep them at home, let them lose a year. But for the rest of the parents who know the facts, who aren't as paranoid, who know about case fatality rate, they know about high risk, low risk groups, they know about uh, instances of children getting the thing or infecting others or, you know, getting sick from it. They know all the facts, they've done their homework and they've decided, hey, I can assume that risk. I want my kids in school. How about you let them send them to school? Let parents make their own choice. Don't let some parents force their choice on others. Is that is that such a controversial stance to take? Very controversial. But because because then... I, I I never ever want to hear you complain about dictatorship, totalitarianism. If when it is convenient for you, you are happy to let the government use its force uh, to and its monopoly on violence. To force others to abide by policies that you happen to agree with. Because you're just as much the oppressor as they are now. That's my point. <laughs> so so it's, it's one thing. Just because a guy uh, is called a president and forces people to do things, you are no different if you as a citizen, you're advocating for policies that would force others so to do the same. So in a nutshell, we should not be listening to the government... We should just not agree to anything they no. suggest because it's... I mean, everything... I didn't government, say that. No, here is the thing. There is always someone that is going to disagree with what government says. And yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you're trying to make it look like whenever they say something regarding any other any issue, they, it's not their right. No, but you see, just it's like... It's not their right. Just like when the government comes out and releases a statement about maybe why they arrested a person, an opposition leader. I'm quite certain you don't take it wholesale, right? I'm sure you exercise your due diligence and skepticism in trying to assess the veracity of the statements that are being made by police PR people, army PR people, government spokespeople. 
I, I, are you trying to tell me that when they speak, we should just believe everything? No, I'm saying let them speak. It is their job to inform us about their agenda, their policies, and their plans. It is their job. They should. And we as citizens should listen. No, But I, as, as citizens, we owe it to ourselves and to fellow citizens to be critical enough to investigate what the government is saying. Don't just believe what they say. If they say something and it doesn't sit right with you, look into it. Question. So they said something about corona at the time and parents taking children out of school and it resonated with many. Of course, That's why fear. it wasn't questioned. Fear. And here it's fear pre- is a very powerful drug. You keep saying fear criticize stuff that don't sit well with you. Yeah. But when we don't criticize stuff that sit well with us, you want to call us out. No, that's it's not It's like true. we are damned if we do and damned if we, are, we don't. No, no, no. It's like it's you're free. That's what I'm saying. It, it's, it's all about freedom. If you turn on the TV and everything that comes out of a government person's mouth, you want to believe it, you have every right to. The others have a right to also question it. And if they feel compelled to, they should challenge the government if they happen to disagree uh, on those policies. Of course, uh, you can do that through your legislator. You can talk to the legislator and say, hey, this is these are my concerns. Please bring them to the floor. And if he chooses not to, now we have other ways. Now we have social media where we can talk to our friends and talk to our communities and say, hey, here's why I think the latest government policy uh, is not correct. And I can tell you that even though, even if he's having his worst day and he is in his worst mood, even President Museveni would not be against anyone challenging a policy. I mean, that's that's the whole point. I don't think even he would say, oh, how dare you criticize my policy. Challenging a policy is okay. He would welcome that. It's very fine. But my issue with you is that when we decide to agree with the policy, you call us out. No, For no, lack no. of better words, you make us look like idiots. It's you see, it's <laughs> not the the context of it is is that we seem to be approaching a place where it would appear the policy turned out to be not as effective as was initially thought. You don't know that. Well, then why are they recommending the reopening of schools? Because Even life as had to finally go back to a safe place, <laughs> oh, to continuity, to normalcy. At, in other words, at a time that's convenient for you. Not convenient. At a time when they have figured why out could how this, to deal why with could, the pandemic. Oh, so they have, how have they figured the, out how to deal with it when the, the cases, when the cases are sky high? Let me tell you something. Every restriction on your right does have a positive side effect. It does. But see, the reason why we value human rights is that we need to be willing to value freedom even if it comes with inconveniences. So if you ask me, for example, would I have been happy to have the internet open and free, social media accessible, if it meant there would still be riots? My answer to that would be yes. <laughs> yes. If it meant there would still be there would be riots. Yes. 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 Uh, now, um, now, since they did shut down the internet, and there happened to be no riots, probably because of that. I'm just saying, you know, that policy probably led to there being no riots. Now, it's for you to decide whether or not that was a good or bad thing. But had there been riots, if social media had been left open, I wouldn't have minded. Because for me, I value freedom more, is my point. Even at the expense of life. Yes. Benjamin Franklin said, Those who would trade freedom in exchange for a semblance of safety deserve neither. And you will usually get neither. But that's just life, right? 
You're listening to the Fat Boy Show. More great music ahead, right here on RX Radio.